hold on to me as we go As we roll down this unfamiliar road And although this wave is stringing us along Just know you're not alone Cause I'm gonna make this place your Good morning, Hamilton. This is Rob Golfy with Remax Escarpment, the Golfy team. Welcome to the Hamilton Real Estate Show with Rick Zamperin. Yeah, good Saturday morning once again. It is a hot one in the city of Hamilton, but that's okay because summer is here and the Hamilton Real Estate Show continues on 900 CHML with a boatload of topics today. In studio, apart from Rob Golfie, is Philip Golfie, sales representative with Remax's Cartman Realty, the Golfie team. You can call them anytime at 905-575-7700, online at robgolfie.com. That's Rob, G-O-L-F-I.com. They're all over social media. Find them on Twitter at Rob Golfie, also on Instagram, the same handle, and be sure to check out and like the Rob Golfie Facebook page. Don't forget to subscribe to the Hamilton Real Estate Show podcast on iTunes and Google Play, and if you have a question for the Golfie team or a topic idea that you'd like us to pounce on in the next uh, couple of weeks, you can email questions at robgolfie.com. That's questions at robgolfie.com. A host of topics today, including the top three reasons why homes don't sell quickly enough, we will uh, answer eight essential essential questions that you should always ask before you put an offer in on a property. And how much money do you need to earn to buy a house in Hamilton? We'll start with the summer market. Summer is here. Hot and humid conditions persist. Uh, talk about the summer market and, and how it's been going. Well, the market's a kind of a funny market right now. Um, a year ago, we had a stupid, insane market, and now yes. it's funny. <laughs> so last year, we went from one extreme to the other, right. which was which was no problem to handle because we knew exactly where we were. <laughs> when we were in the high market, we were selling like crazy. When the market changed, we knew the prices were had to come back to the normal level. But this year, um, a lot of agents probably will agree with me. That it is a different market this year. It is uh, you. Uh, I, I'm finding that unique properties are selling properties like you know one acre properties, bungalows uh, that are properties with big shops on them, big shops, mm-hmm. nice pools, nice um, backyards, waterfront. Um, but your average cookie cut house, townhouse, and uh, two story house, um, they're 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 struggling. They're a dime a dozen. They're a dime a dozen, and it's struggling. And we're even finding uh, that uh, you put it up for sale, you think you got it priced right, and it is priced right, and hardly any showings. Hmm. So consumers uh, are are getting um, frustrated out there, just as much as the the uh, real estate agents are. And I don't know where where what platform we're in. I've never been in this type of platform in uh, in the twenty years of being in this business. And um, so it, it's I, I, I usually I can predict what's going to happen, and uh, I'm, I'm I'm struggling to find out where we're going to. Hmm. Um, when we were in uh, uh, our spring market this year was the month of March, in, in my opinion, um, and then things just uh, kind of went back to a little a slower level. Houses are still selling, but at a slower pace. Uh, and I, I checked the stats um, this. Uh, uh, this uh, this morning, and I think uh, the Hamilton. Uh, I didn't check Burlington, Halton, or anything like that. I just I just did a quick uh, look at ha- Hamilton, um, and it it was down twenty nine percent in transactions, 
And, and that's compared to a year ago at this time, or just uh, this compared year? Compared to a year ago. Okay. So 29% less homes sold uh, June of, of uh, this year mm-hmm. versus uh, June of uh, last year. Right. So, um, and we know last year was a, a very fast market, very crazy market. But right now, um, this market, you know, houses are, aren't selling as much. And it's taking um, longer to sell, and people are doing price reductions, and it, and it's kind of causing neighborhoods a little bit of frustration because one guy de- probably bought firm uh, on another house, and he has to sell his, and now he's reducing, reducing, reducing. So he's causing that that neighborhood. Oh, another sale. Sorry, <laughs> cancel that. Sorry about that. And. Um, Um, so anyway it's causing that neighborhood to come down in price right and uh, so it's that's the frustrating part not only for the sellers I mean for the seller but also the neighborhood so now the next guy that puts us up for sale he's going to say well that that guy had to sell but the problem is I mean Houses are, are taking longer mm-hmm. to sell, and, and they're selling for less money. So if last year was, you know, as, as we know, the crazy market, it was certainly a seller's market. I mean, people were getting basically what they were asking for and then some. Uh, we've transitioned this year to a more balanced market. So are we going to a buyer's market fairly soon? Um, I think we're, we're in a, a, I think we're we're, buyer's, we buyer's, are in a buyer's yeah, market. It's there yeah, now. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So if you're buying, um, it, there's deals out there, and... Um, uh, like it, it, for instance, like it, it, not everybody's gonna not everybody's gonna you know, chop the price down that easily. Right. So if you're buying and you want to buy a house, you got to look at maybe 20 houses, and then you know, and if you see something you like, you you you, you hammer out a uh, you try to hammer out a price, and um, it should, and if if they don't budge on their price, the seller, then you got to go to the next one. Mm-hmm. Eventually, that seller will end up coming down in price down the road. There's no doubt about it. Right. It's it, it because it just uh, there's too much for sale right now, and not enough buyers, and and the market's just kind of floating. Uh, it's it's just floating out there, and not, not sure which way, which direction it's going to go. Like yeah, you know, you're, out, and uh, we'll find out. I, I I figure we'll find out if we don't find out by this summer. If this continues, and I, and I'm hoping that it changes though, because uh, school's out now, so maybe people are now going to say, okay, let's start looking. But right, people are yeah. going on vacation, so I've had great months in in you know July and August. I've had in the past, so it, it's hard to tell. Like I said, we're I consider this we're in a we're on a raft transition. We're floating around. We're trying to figure which direction we're going, mm-hmm. and it's it's tough. It's it's tough. It's tough for everybody. Tough for the sellers. It's tough for the real estate agents. And we're all going. Uh, we're all trying to figure out what 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 where it's going. Yeah, is it fair to say that a lot of the people who were looking last year and never ended up buying a home because of the price increases that they were squeezed out of the market, and it's it's tough for them to get back in because now we do have the stress test. Now we do have other factors that kind of are impairing them from getting a home. I you know I I think they're just still sitting on the fence. Right. I, I don't think they're even jumping into the market yet. I think there there is so un, so much uncertainty with everything that people are saying. You know what? I'm just gonna hold back. Like like they got so turned off last year that they're not even. You know what? They're just going out enjoying life and saying, "Listen, I'll rent for another year or two right. yeah. and just and just go on." See what happens. But yeah, but yeah, people got so turned off last year that um, and now now with the way the market's going, I think people are waiting to see how much more it's going to come down. How yeah. much more the you know the average price point? We've seen average prices come down. We've seen unit sales come down. Mm-hmm. We've seen days on market continue to increase. It's 
you know, let's let's wait it out, see how much yeah. more it's going to come down, and then you know, I'll buy this time next year and yeah. hopefully it's you know dropped another five to eight percent and it was the flip side last year because people were saying if i don't get in now yeah. then i'm, I'm <laughs> yeah. not gonna get in yeah it's, now and now just like they're saying well i better wait and see yeah. so and, I, and you know what and i i like we had like the market's been good for so long so from 1995 till today we had really one recession mm-hmm. 2008 that was just a little hiccup yeah okay so Everybody's done well. Like if you if you like were in the market, and no matter what business you're in, builders were they're making money like crazy, uh, selling hundreds and thousands of homes since 1995 till today. Mm-hmm. And then they had a little bit of a hiccup in 2008, and now and then we went back on track. The market just took off again uh, after that. Um, it, you know what? Like it's just it can't sustain that. Like people, you have a job uh, at Let's say Stelco. Do they still call it Stelco? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, like, it's back to Stelco. <laughs> back to Stelco. Yeah. And uh, so, if you have a job at Stelco and you're only getting a two percent increase in raise a year, or three percent, or four percent salary, and yeah. salary, uh, it, it doesn't. That is not enough to sustain how the housing prices are going up. Right. It just doesn't balance. So people's wages are down here. And then, uh, and house prices are up there. It's just, it's it it it's it's gotta it's gotta equalize. Mm-hmm. It's gotta equalize. So it'll be interesting over the next uh, couple of weeks and months how uh, how the market uh, transitions. Uh, but we were talking many months ago, it seems like, uh, about how tough it was to sell a home in the crazy winter weather, uh, with snowstorms, ice storms, um, uh, pellets, all that kind of you know treacherous stuff that we'll uh, uh, be encountering again in about six to eight months. Uh, but selling a home in hot, humid, sticky, almost unbearable summer weather, is that just as difficult? I'd rather sell in hot, sticky, yeah, sure. unbearable. I'd rather sell in the hot weather yeah. than uh, than in the cold weather. I, uh, I um, Because at least when you're going into a home, it's air-conditioned? Y- yes, right. hopefully. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> every house is heated, right. but not every house is air-conditioned, right. so That's you true. know right away. That's true. <laughs> yeah. You know right away. But um, but yeah no it it, um, it like up in Montreal they they sell in cold weather Ottawa they're in always cold so they're used to it so mm. it's it's just part of the part of the the game right and and who knows what the shingles are like <laughs> they got snow you for can't see, right? five months and and it's, and it's covered so you got to go on the word of the homeowner yeah yeah shingles are good yeah yes. yeah just did the roof last yeah, year yeah, yeah I did it last year myself <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but uh, but but you don't see you can't tell really you don't tell leaky basements in the winter. You can't tell. You can't tell. You don't even know if the air conditioner works right. in the wintertime. You're not going to crank that up in the winter. Yeah. And if they have the, a pool, you can't see the pool. You can't see the pool. So you, yeah. so you, but you have to put clauses in for the pool. Say, listen, if the pool opens and it uh, and it's broken before, you know, you got all these clauses for that. Right. But I, 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 I prefer. I'm going to tell you, uh, I'll take the hot weather any oh, day 100%. of the week. Yeah. And just the, the um, you know, last night we were showing a house. I was showing a house at nine o'clock. Mm-hmm. Right and and you're out there. It's you know it's daylight Almost nine daylight. o'clock. Yeah. Yeah. In the winter, it gets starts to get dark at five o'clock. You can't. You know what I mean. Your your window of opportunity to show house is it while well, it's still light out is yeah. is, is yeah. much smaller. And the worst weather wise in the summer, apart from the heat, might be a thunderstorm. Right. I mean, we're not yeah. going to get. Well, I guess you could get a tornado, but I mean, those are few and far between. Uh, but in the winter, I mean, yeah, you have you have but snow to deal with, ice to deal yeah. with. In the winter, it's when you're up on those rural rural roads oh, and you're right. like, if I, if I put myself in a ditch here, like. <laughs> Like nobody uh, is is finding me, right? Like, yeah, 
it's it's your your way out you know you're out, <laughs> out, out up in west lincoln and you know you don't see a house for kilometers yeah. and it, you're just driving along you, you get a big snow drift and it's like if, if I put my car into the ditch here, it's, right. I'm, I'm here for a while. Drive safely. Uh, still to come on the show, how much do you need to earn to buy a house in Hamilton? We'll talk about eight essential questions you should ask before you put an offer in on a property. And the top three reasons why homes don't sell quickly enough. We'll also have some tips on how to avoid them. Have a question for the Golfie team? You can email questions at robgolfie.com. Find them online, robgolfie.com. That's Rob, G-O-L-F-I.com. And call them anytime at 905 575 700. More of the Hamilton Real Estate Show next on 900 CHML. Welcome back. This is the Hamilton Real Estate Show on 900 CHML. My name is Rick Samprin. In studio today with Rob Golfie and Philip Golfie, sales representatives with Remax Escarpment Realty, the Golfie team. Find them online at robgolfie.com. That's Rob, G-O-L-F-I.com. Call them anytime at 905-575-7700. That's 905-575-7700. At Rob Golfie on Instagram and Twitter and like the Rob Golfie Facebook page. Be sure to subscribe to the Hamilton Real Estate Show podcast on Google Play and iTunes. You can find past episodes on robgolfie.com and 900chml.com. If you have a topic idea you would like us to tackle in the next couple of weeks or months, you can email questions at robgolfie.com, questions at robgolfie.com. If you have a question that you'd like us to address on a future program, use that email address. Still to come, top three reasons why homes don't sell quickly enough, eight essential questions you should ask yourself before you put an offer in on a property. And we'll uh, tackle this now. How much do you need to earn to buy a house in Hamilton? And this all relates to a study or a survey recently done by Zucasa, which kind of broke down almost by neighborhood by neighborhood, at least segment in terms of uh, the Hamilton area, uh, how much you need as uh, a couple or an individual to uh, be able to afford a home. And the stats are intriguing, I'll say. Some surprising, some not so much. Um, Hamilton Center. According to this uh, Zucasa uh, study compiled in uh, May of 2018, uh, home prices in the Hamilton Burlington Real Estate Board uh, illustrating which Hamilton neighborhoods are most affordable. Hamilton Center, uh, you need a household income, at least according to the study, of $63,946. That is. And the average price is $371,000 for a house. Right. So you need $63,946 for average income, which. Which is still even seems kind of high because I think I'm not sure what the average income in Canada is household it's, income. It's, yeah, it's, it's in not the 40, close to that. It's what, in the forty thousand range. Yeah. This is to see how this changed over last year since January first. That would be interesting. Yeah, to see if if we were to able you know if we we're you know to compare numbers based on what you needed last year as an, as, as a household income to to afford that house and what you need this year. But it, it does seem quite high for. For, it, it is high. It is for, high. But I guarantee you, four years ago, this was like probably twenty, twenty-five thousand. In, but all, in central but, Hamilton. But the average home price would be a lot lower too, right? No, no, that's what I'm saying. But, but oh, I see what you mean. Okay. But, but four years ago, um, twenty-five thousand dollar household income is way more assessed. Like it's it's achievable, mm-hmm. and and probably the average price of a house was probably like one ninety-nine. Right. And so it people's incomes have. Like four, from four years ago till now, 
if let's say they were earning thirty thousand, they, they're not earning sixty thousand right. today. Right. So and the, and that in and housing prices have gone up, but yeah, like sixty three thousand. That's high for Central Hamilton. Mm-hmm. Hamilton East sixty five thousand with an average uh, house price of three hundred eighty five thousand. That too, I thought was a little high, sixty five. Yeah. Uh, Dunville seventy three thousand for well, an average. Dunville's getting expensive. Yeah. <laughs> people, people <laughs> move up there. <laughs> average average home price of four hundred forty one thousand. I thought Dunville. people were trying to move out there because it was cheaper. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We we continue to go high. I mean, Hamilton Center was 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 the least. We're we're going up on the scale. Caledonia uh, average home price of four hundred eighty seven thousand dollars and change. Uh, and the uh, income required is almost eighty thousand dollars seventy nine wow. eight eighty two. Yeah. Uh, tied at seventy nine thousand eight eighty two Hamilton Mountain, uh, with an average uh, home price of four hundred eighty seven thousand dollars. See, I find that kind of funny because Hamilton Mountain is one of the hottest markets in, in Hamilton, and and it's almost comparable to Dunville and and. Well, Dunville seventy three thousand four hundred. Yeah. Caledonia seventy nine. In terms 000. of average price, yeah, right? Like, it's, it's like you know, I, I'm just finding that uh, uh, I'm just finding Hamilton Mountain seems kind of low in Dunville, low, but yeah, yeah, but uh, you know, I guess uh, I, I just thought uh, you know what, maybe it is right. Like it's you know seventy nine thousand eight hundred eighty two dollars household income needs to afford a house on the mountain. Yeah. I guess so. Again, this is all according to a Zucasa survey compiled uh, in May of 2018. Uh, Hamilton West, average home price of 500000 and the uh, income required 81592 So not too different than the Hamilton Mountain. No, no, no. Uh, Grimsby, uh, average home price 524000 and income required eighty four grand, so almost eighty five grand. Wow, uh, Grimsby's getting expensive. It is. We're gonna. I think we're gonna see the average price come down though, with all the uh, all uh, the new condos. I'm gonna. I'm gonna yeah. in Grimsby. Yeah, in Grimsby. Yeah, yeah, yeah because, because we, the condos we, yeah, that are going the, up. The, the condo market. It's you know, there's a lot a lot more unit sales in, in condos that are around the three forty, three fifty, three sixty right. range. But that that are being sold, and we didn't really have that price point. Before yeah. we, well, you know, we didn't really have a condo market. It was, it was only like a, a townhouse market, which you know, the townhouse market's ranging from you know anywhere between four fifty, you know, four thirty to, to four seventy nine to five hundred <laughs> at the higher higher end townhouses. But the condo market might bring that that average price point down because they're they're, they're moving, selling a lot of they're, condos. They're moving there, yeah. right, yeah. and those more affordable condos are geared to millennials and seniors. Right. Correct? Yeah, that's right. yeah, and they're they're nicely done. A lot of them, um, they got a nice little area down there that's. That's in, really in, attractive. And Grimsey's had more sales this year uh, in June than they did last year. And uh, I'm not sure. Is, uh, that could be because of a lot of the condos that yeah. that people have taken possession of. Now they're selling. They're trying to f- uh, either flip them or, or get rid of them. Mm-hmm. Because a lot of times when people buy condos, they buy them two, three years ago. Right. And their life's changed today. So, yeah, yeah. So they're, you know, some of them are keeping them. Some of them are selling them because... They, they are they're you know they're married now they need a house instead of a a, a single guy that you know that yeah. needs a condo right, right. so uh, again we're talking about how much do you need to earn to buy a home in Hamilton this is all according to a Zucasa survey compiled in May of 2018 uh, we are uh, comparing average home prices to the income required in these certain areas we've already gone through Hamilton Center Hamilton East Dunville Caledonia Hamilton Mountain Hamilton West and Grimsby Glanbrook uh, income required just shy of 90 grand wow. and the average home price five Five hundred sixty-one thousand dollars. Stony Creek, just over ninety-one thousand in income, with an average home price of five hundred seventy-one thousand. Dundas, north of ninety-two thousand for the income required, average home price five hundred eighty thousand. Now we make a big jump. 
water down $675,000 average home price and the income required $105,000. Quite a big difference between yeah. Dundas and Waterdown. Yeah, yeah. You're, you're getting a lot of the um, <clears throat> people, Burlington... Uh, Waterdown is becoming a nice, nice hub, but it's becoming very expensive. Very expensive so people yeah. are going to eventually not be able to afford to go there either. Yeah. They'll have to come to Hamilton to afford uh, instead of uh, Waterdown. You mentioned uh, Burlington, uh, average home price seven hundred seventy-four thousand, so a hundred thousand dollars, pretty much more than Waterdown, uh, and the average or the income required one hundred nineteen thousand dollars. Ancaster, average home price seven hundred eighty-five thousand dollars. Income required a hundred and twenty grand. Again, this is household income, so not just one person could be a couple. And Flamborough tops the list with an average home price of nine hundred sixty-three thousand dollars, and the income required one hundred forty-one thousand dollars. Who would have guessed Flamborough? I know. Well, those are all those guys that own those uh, ranches with the horses, <laughs> big farms, and the whole. <laughs> they, all, they all have the big farms. They're the billionaires. Yeah. They're the yeah. billionaires. They're going to the Queen's Plate this weekend. <laughs> uh, they're all those guys, probably. <laughs> Uh, All right, let's jump to our next topic here. Eight essential questions you should ask yourself, you should always ask yourself, before you put an offer in on a properly. Let's start with uh, question number one. What should people be asking themselves? Yeah, I think... uh Information is valuable, especially anytime you enter into a negotiation or, or anytime you're you're buying a property or, or anything for that matter. You want to be able to collect you know the most information yeah. possible. Knowledge is power, and right? Yeah, and, and you know a lot of these questions might be left unanswered by the other party. Um but it's still important to ask them and, and see if you can you can fish any information because whether it helps you in terms of you know making your offer better if you're in competition or um, giving you a higher leverage and negotiating power to, to get a better price mm-hmm. um, are are all valuable. So the the first thing is is you want to find out why you know why the owners are selling. Um, is it something wrong with the property? Is it something wrong with the neighborhood? Mm-hmm. You know what's their situation and 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 find out why you know what's the reason why they're making the move. Um, and basically what you're trying to find out is, is you want to see if there's any flaws. You're looking for any flaws in that, in that situation. Um, is there, you know, is there, is there something hidden that you can't see, um, within the property, for example, if there is, is there a flight, you know, flight path right over the top of the house that, you know, yeah, yeah, you can't see, you know, during midday or, 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 or anything like that. You know, if there's, um, you know, in the summer, if there's, there's, what are those cherry blasters or. You know those. Oh, the oh, um, I remember the that. farmers. The farmers. Sometimes oh. the farmers. You know, if they're in the summer, if people can't stand the cherry blasters for the farmers, I moved near know, the guns. I, I, right? I moved near uh, where the grapes, where they they have the uh, the the bombs. They they. I was gonna. I was I was on a mission. I was. Gonna, <laughs> I was right? going something like that. I wanted to. I wanted to like d- dismantle that thing. Wow. It would go off early in the morning. Really, and it's and, loud. And it and it's loud. And they were like uh, on grape farm. No, it was at cherry cherry farms or grape both cherry farms and and grape farms. But there was a cherry farm nearby uh, where uh, when I um, where I lived, and uh, and I I'm I'm going. What is this? And I didn't know what it was. <laughs> you know, like I'm coming from. You know, I lived a little. I, I didn't think I was that far from the country. <laughs> right. But but, uh, uh, but anyway. So but I was I was ready to, to dis like steal this thing. Yeah. <laughs> This, that's, I, that's, that's not a good scenario. I was young. I was young at the time. I, when you're when you're 24 uh, years old, you're you're up for any, you any kind sleep. of mission. You need to sleep. So yeah. is this is this something the the buying agent would ask the selling agent, or is this yeah. homeowner to homeowner? This is this is something the um the buying agent would ask the selling agent. Okay. And and, and you just want to get that get that information. You want some clarity. Yeah. 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 And the the next thing is is what is the current market value of the home? So 
we often find value of houses that we're selling, but when we're you know when we're when we're helping um, a buyer buy a property, we do what's called a CMA for the property that they're buying, right? Okay. And 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 maybe they're asking six ninety nine, but you want to find out the true market value of that house to see if that six six ninety nine price supports the value of the house. Okay. So it's 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 you know doing research, doing you know market analysis, doing comparable sales. Right. Um. Basically, coming up with a a pitch to support to find something that supports the value of what that house is worth. Nobody wants to overpay. Mm-hmm. Um, the the third thing is is you want to find out what the sellers paid for it, right? If if the sellers only paid you know four hundred thousand, they didn't do anything to the house, and the market's only appreciated five percent in the last you know two years. Yeah. Well, and they're asking seven hundred yeah. grand. <laughs> I was, I was it happens a, all the time. I was just showing a house on that. They they um, what did they pay for it? One million one hundred fifty thousand. Okay. Now they're asking one point eight million. Oh wow. Now they did do some renovations, but not. Was that six hundred fifty thousand worth? So I mean, the house is nice; it's decent. But we walk through; we're not buying it. <laughs> it's just it's just not it doesn't worth support the value. Yeah. No, it, it doesn't, doesn't support, support the value. Like, they just bought it like less than two years ago for one million one hundred fifty. They bought it in the high market for that, yeah, yeah. and now they got it for one point eight. They did renovations; they probably put two hundred grand into it. But there's no way it, it, it supports the one point eight. Right. So. Okay. But, but basically, you're, you're trying to make a case and, and using all the information that you can get to find out what supports the value of that home because eventually you're going to sell it. And if you, you, want, you want to make sure that you know, your home appreciates enough that when you're making the move, you're not, not necessarily making money, but you're, you're not losing money yeah, on the yeah, transaction. Yeah, the equity's mm-hmm. in, the, in yeah. the house. Like if you're yeah. going to put 200 into it, you want your house to be worth 200 plus, plus at yeah, least plus some. that value yeah. right. or more. But yeah. you, know, you don't want to put 200 into it and it's, only, it's worth 100 thousand less yeah like i did you don't want to go backwards <laughs> <laughs> in the landscaping i spent oh, wow. a fortune in landscaping uh, the next four. the next one is um this is what we call days on market you want to find out how long the house has been on the market for mm-hmm. now it's important to look into the history of the sale because a lot of a lot of realtors will will cancel the listing and relist or they'll 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 suspend the listing or, or come off the market um and then relist it to affect this number to to um, to mini- to manipulate this number and making it a smaller number. Right now, and oftentimes, you know, people might go through one or two realtors. If the if the property's been listed for six months, it's not. It doesn't warrant the value that they're asking. Right. So so you have to go in there with a pitch and say, Hey, you guys have been on the market for six months. There's a reason why this house hasn't sold for this price. You're you're either overpriced or or the property doesn't you know the neighborhood or or, or whatever something right. something that doesn't support support that value. Now. I know a lot of real estate investors actually look for houses that have been on the market for a long time. We have people that come to us and say, we want every single listing sent to us that's been on the market for over 70 days or, or 80 days. Because these these people know that these are the ones that are starving for an offer, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And, they're, and they're frustrated. And they're, they want yeah. to just want to get it sold. Get so it yeah. so the, the real estate investor will only want, want these ones. The first things first is you're you're going to avoid competition if the if the listing's been on the market for you know thirty plus days right. forty plus days. Secondly, these people are willing to negotiate. It comes up to that time where where they're you know they haven't seen anything, they haven't had a bid, um, and and they're willing to look at anything. Finally, most often is real estate contracts are are you know the average real estate contract signed for three to four months, right? That real estate agent has investment dollars in terms of marketing into that listing he's going to want to make sure that he puts this deal together before the listing expires Mm -hmm. so he's more likely to push his client 
to look at an offer and get a deal done. Because he wants it off his hands. Exactly. Right. So, so we do have investors that are that 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 operate that way. And, and if you if you, a lot of the um, real estate investing books say this is a good way to, to look for properties is look at properties that are are you know over 40, 50, 60 days on market and right. and and pitch them. Yeah. Uh, one more before we get to break. Um, are there any future plans for development in the area? Basically, you got to watch out for the low rise motels in, in Niagara Falls. There's um. You know, there's there's a couple areas where there's a lot of nice neighborhoods that back onto these low rise motels. Mm-hmm. You just want to make sure that there's not going to be a big you know hotel being built or a big condo building. So it's important to know what the you know the urban development plans are um, for that particular area. And that's why you know it goes back to using a local real estate agent because he's going to those meetings and right. he's keeping up to date on on those plans. So that when you do ask those questions, he, you know it's it's hard and and it's often hard to find out that information. Unless you're 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 savvy to the city, right? You got to be savvy to mm-hmm. to what's going on. Know what's going on? Yeah. Uh, when we come back, we'll continue with uh, eight essential questions you should always ask yourself before you put an offer in on a property. We'll also tackle the top three reasons why homes don't sell quickly enough. Call the Golfie team anytime at 905-575-7700. Online at robgolfie.com. That's Rob G O L F I dot com. More of the Hamilton Real Estate Show next on 900 CHML. Welcome back. This is the Hamilton Real Estate Show on 900 CHML. Rick Samprin in studio today with Rob Golfie and Philip Golfie, sales representatives with Remax Escarpman Realty, the Golfie team. Find them online at robgolfie.com. That's Rob, G-O-L-F-I.com. Call them anytime at 905-575-7700. That's 905-575-7700. At Rob Golfie on Twitter and Instagram and like the Rob Golfie Facebook page. And be sure to subscribe to the Hamilton Real Estate Show podcast on Google Play and iTunes. Past episodes, you can find them at robgolfie.com and 900chml.com. Still to come, the top three reasons why homes don't sell quickly enough and some tips on how to avoid them. But we'll continue our discussion with the eight essential questions you should always ask yourself or always ask before you put an offer in on a property. Uh, They are, why are the owners selling? What is the current market value of the home? What did the sellers pay for the home? How long has the home been on the market? And are there any future plans for development in the area? We have three more questions to go the next one is uh have there been any offers now often when you're in multiple you know uh when you're in competition you want to know how many offers there are but this is this is one that's saying have there been other been any other offers for example has there been an offer put on in on this property that's been declined is basically what you're trying to figure out and what was that offer and how much was it declined for so you're, you're just trying to figure out what the seller's position is mm-hmm. and and what they're looking to get out of out of the uh out of the sale um this often helps you know for your starting point. For example, if they if, if a house is listed at six ninety nine and and they've declined one at six fifty, well if you come in again at six fifty, it might be their second time seeing that number and it might give them some realization and saying, Hey, you know, this property might be worth this amount. Right. right? That this might is, be the ceiling. Right? It, yeah, this might be, you know, we've seen this from two different parties or three different parties. You know, let's maybe consider this offer because this is this is what we've been getting. This is what, you know, the market's telling us how much our house is worth. Hmm. Right. Um, it's always good to find out utility costs. 
um, whether you're you're going to ask for the bills or or see what what uh, what you can expect when you move in. It allows you to budget and and you know so there's no surprises when you're when you're moving right. in there. Well, so apart from property taxes, yeah. you should know how much they pay for hydro and it, water. Yeah, and, they, water. and that's it, something that you have to go directly to the homeowner for or the seller. Right. Um, this isn't something that's available online to to any listing. But you know your average heating bill or your you can you can go by averages. But it's always good to know the pinpoint because in the in this in the winter, if the heating bill is higher, either there's going to be something wrong with the windows or there's there's a, there's drafts coming through and, mm. and it's and it, it, you want to know. Well, in defense to people that have pools. Like, uh, I I like to keep mine at eighty five in a day <laughs> and ninety in, in a chilly night. So it's my, like a hot tub. My <laughs> <laughs> the pool's like steaming in the backyard. Yeah. It's ridiculous. I like the steam coming it's, off the back. You go, <laughs> it's like one of those pools you get out and you're just freezing cold <laughs> but because uh, your body temperature. But you know what? But but you have to <laughs> look at like what he has uh, around. Like, right. Like yeah. if you, like my my heating cost is going to be more because I'm than someone who doesn't have a pool yeah obviously. and people That's recognize it, yeah. that but but what you're trying to see is is if there's if the heating costs are abnormal to the house right and then that's when you know that there's more problems. There's an the issue house. associated there's a, there's with There's a heating it. issue, right? Yeah. If, yeah. if um and 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 little things like that will tell you. A, a lot of people don't ask for utilities. I I do every single time mm-hmm. I, I help a buyer buy, and especially for first time home buyers, it allows them to budget. You know what what they can expect yeah. when moving in because they've never had to it's pay important. the bills before. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, absolutely, it's, absolutely, it's, absolutely. It's really important. Yeah, because yeah. you don't know. You don't yeah. know. Yeah. Uh, and the last one is what is the seller's timeline for closing? People can drastically improve their offer. If they can match the closing timeline for the seller, mm-hmm. and and we've seen on occasion, um, you know this this is worth ten to fifteen grand on any offer where somebody says I need to close this date or or you know I'm buying a house estate I want a bridge finance for a week if you can match the state I'm willing to accept your offer if not I need to offset storage costs or whatever so I'm 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 gonna need this amount right so a lot of people can drastically improve their offer. And become more successful at getting their offer accepted if they match the exact closing date that the seller wants, hmm. right? That's so huge. it's uh, it's 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 really important um, if you're able to accommodate to that. But if not, then you know you got to find a happy medium, whether it's you know offering more in price or or conditions or or whatever. But if you're able to match the closing of the seller, it it, it really improves your chances yeah. of of having an accepted offer. Uh, good tips, and uh, in the tip category, let's talk about the top three reasons why homes don't sell quickly enough, and some tips on how to avoid them. Yeah, the number one thing is is pricing, um, and it's getting the price right the first time. Um, you know, we always say on the show that the the price high and, and reduced approach isn't isn't the best approach. We'll give we have one example. We'll the, the one on Main Street West. Yeah. It was it was so, priced by two different realtors. Yeah. And actually they and called we, they called us first. And then and I gave them a price and and it wasn't that that far off the price that they had listed. And um, but they went with the other agent and uh, I think because it was a nephew. Yeah. They were just I think they were originally looking uh, they wanted to give him a chance. They, they, they yeah, and, and, they, and, and we said, yeah, no problem. They gave him the chance. So anyway, then after, uh, it was on the market for how long? About a year. They it went were, through two two different realtors, four yeah. months each time. Hmm. So so we came in, and uh, I, I did some suggestions, and I think that one suggestion helped uh, m- removing the storm doors. So the, the front porch was wrapped. Okay. With, with, um, like it was enclosed. It, yeah, it was enclosed. But the, but the front doors of... Of this enclosed porch looked like a commercial building right and and I drove by I drive by this property all, all the time and I said to him I'm looking around and I says 
would it be difficult to take this down, like this the, this front door with the side? Right. And he goes, no, I can do that. And I said, do it. I go, because when I drive by, I don't know if this is a pizza parlor or a house. <laughs> right. <laughs> and uh, They do have a wood oven pizza yeah, pizza and, oven in the basement. Oh, but, really? Uh, unbelievable. But, but anyway, <laughs> but we did get an offer within, within was it? Within, within six two? days. And we actually got, and they and they wanted to do, use that approach again. And, and, and the price that we initially suggested is we're saying, you know, this is the right price. And they said, you know what, let's go at a higher price and we'll come down and accept it for that price. Mm-hmm. And and I always say you have a better chance of getting an offer accepted for full price than, than people lowballing yeah, you right. and, and, and trying to, to negotiate with you. So we went with our price. We had a full price offer, full <laughs> price accepted yeah. within six days wow. yeah. on a uh, on a previously listed property for eight months with two different realtors. So wow. it's, a, That's amazing. it's a nice success story. And he thinks it was the doors at the front. <laughs> <laughs> Let's take a, a quick break. We'll come back with uh, the other two reasons on why homes don't sell quickly enough. You're listening to the Hamilton Real Estate Show on 900 CHML. Let's go around here on the Hamilton Real Estate Show on 900 CHML. My name's Rick Samprin. In studio today on this hot, summery Saturday morning with Rob Golfie and Philip Golfie, sales representatives with REMAX Escarpment Realty, the Golfie team. Call them anytime at 905-575-7700, online at robgolfie.com. That's Rob, G-O-L-F-I.com, at Rob Golfie on Twitter and Instagram. Like the Rob Golfie Facebook page and subscribe to the Hamilton Real Estate Show podcast on iTunes and Google Play. Uh, we'll continue our discussion with the top three reasons why homes don't sell quickly enough and some tips on how to avoid them. Number one, the property is overpriced. How about number two? Yeah, so you, uh, so now you've listed your house at the right price and it's it's still not, you know, still not selling. So um, the number two reason is the home isn't being marketed properly. And this is everything from staging to photos to, um, to, to, you know, different different things. You know, videography, photography, mm-hmm. the whole different, marketing. Yeah, concept. different different tar- uh, you know different target marketing towards buyers that would be um, you know interested in your property. You got to make sure that you're 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 not having a realtor that's going to put a sign on your lawn and, and pray and wait. And that's what <laughs> that's what we always say is you know if that's their marketing, you might as well strategy, go private for sale. Yeah. Are there um, some that do that? Well, yeah, yeah they just is. put a sign yeah. on the front lawn, and, and that's it. They may uh, run one ad, and and uh, and that's it. Wow. And then and it's, that's all you, you have. You know, our our you know our marketing strategy is very proactive instead of reactive, right? Um, you know, we're not we're not sitting there and waiting for people to come to our properties. We're introducing our buyers to your property and getting them there, mm-hmm. right? So mm-hmm. it's a it's a different marketing approach, but um, it's it's something that works. Another thing is is you know you've heard me say this before. If if a realtor is going to come tell you and say he's going to put do an open house every single Sunday at your house until the property <laughs> sells, it's a terrible marketing strategy. Yeah. And, and and I'm not saying open houses don't work, but if that's the only part of their strategy that they're able to offer you, it's not a very good one. Mm-hmm. Um, and then next thing is is upkeep is is upkeeping the house so now you've you know you've got everything right you know the the price is right the photos are perfect everything looks pristine online it's an it's an amazing condition because how you sell and how you live are differently so you've done everything for this one day and and everything looks perfect but when you're selling you're not able to to upkeep it and make it look the same way as it did online 
people are going to show up and, and buyers are going to show up and they're going to look at your gardens or they're going to look at the lawn or, mm-hmm. or they're going to look at the, you know, the living room and the kitchen and say, you know, this isn't what I saw online. Right, right. This doesn't look, this doesn't look good at all. So when people walk through the house, it doesn't give them that good feeling that they, that they were expecting. Um, what you want to do is you want to, you know, you want to blow people away when they, when they come in, you know, you want them to make the, make it think it's better than it was online. Right. And often that's very hard to do, but you know, something as little as a smell or, or, or as a music or, or anything, you know, we, people get really creative in what they do with the house and, and that little added effort goes a long way, but it's ensuring, um, to maintain and upkeep the property. Yeah. As it was when you initially listed it um, online mm-hmm. in, in yeah. the photo. Change the cat litter once a day, not one, <laughs> not once a month. <laughs> not but, once uh, a month. <laughs> but yeah, you want to, you know, it, and it's hard. Like you know, you know, showings get stressful. There, you know, people, you know, it's 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 a stressful time when you have your house for sale, and and you know, it's, you know, there's been situations where realtors will book a showing, and and you 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 know, clean the house and make all the beds, and and then they don't show up. Yeah. Right? They it's, can get yeah. fined it, for it's, that. It's, they can get yeah, fined. There's yeah. there's yeah. fines it, for that, but it's yeah. it's still frustrating. Um, and and whether you're selling with young kids and. You got to put everybody in the car and clean up all the toys, and and then you, you know, eat out the a house, lot. And, yeah. and then all of a sudden, you know, they show up for five minutes and they're not interested. So, you know, it's it's a it's a stressful time, but it's you know you you got to do it right mm-hmm. if, you, if you want that, especially if you want that certain number. Yeah, got a few minutes uh, still on the show. I, I do want to get to the, the the pizza story that we're going to discuss, but I do want to ask you about you know the the golfy team uh, noticing that there's uh, a lot of really young, energetic uh, uh, people on staff. Was this done by recruitment, or is this just a coincidence? Um, it's uh, a little bit of both. Both. You know what? It, um, uh, millennials are overruling the, the earth. <laughs> They're taking over. <laughs> so, Might as well throw they, in the towel so now. I, you, know, I, it's, um, you know what? They're, um, you know what? Uh, having uh, um, you, it's not, it's not, it, it, it seems they're, to come by and they qualify. Mm-hmm. I mean, they have to qualify like anybody else does. Right. But uh, I feel like I feel like what we look for is, is experience isn't the most important thing to us. You want to hire on attitude and, and personality, right. and that's what we hire on yeah. instead of and 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 the experience is going to come, and that's just you know through, that'll come with us the business, training them where yeah. where it's almost better to take somebody who's green and teach them the proper the right way, way instead of taking somebody who has mm-hmm. five years experience or ten years experience. And you know carries those bad habits, yeah. And almost feels that you know sometimes when you when you have an established person or or a senior person, it's, they're very not they're not adaptive to different training techniques or different mm-hmm. programs. It's good point. So it's good point. It's uh, it's it's easier when they're. And that goes beyond real estate, that's for sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right, we'll end with this. Uh, real estate agent in, I, I think this guy's in BC, is, uh, yes, in Vancouver, uh, has a home for sale. It might have sold by now. Um, and if you buy the home, you get a free pizza. Not for a year. Not for, <laughs> not a, year, for a year. Not, not for a lifetime. Just, just, just one just pizza. One pizza. It might even be a slice. I wonder if it's a... No, it's got to be more than that. <laughs> no, it's got to be... It's. It doesn't say pizzas. There's no, no plural. It, it just it, says the pizza. Sign of the, the sign of the lawn says, uh, you know, where the listing is with his name and phone numbers, free pizza with the purchase of this home. He needs an asterisk with terms and conditions. See, I would, you know what I would have done? I'd say, hey, come show this house. I'll get you a free pizza. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. So, but for, I don't know, free pizza. I would, I would assume it's a free pizza for a year. So that would that, but still, I mean, like we're talking a few hundred dollars. Oh, you need a Weight Watchers uh, <laughs> subscription. It might for come with that free too. Pizza, yeah. <laughs> we got to run, guys. Thanks for coming in. Uh, enjoy your hot uh, Canada Day weekend, and we'll see you uh, next Saturday at nine, right here on nine hundred CHA.